Hi everyone and welcome to today's Monday Memo and you know, one thing that I'm noticing a lot more in accounting and finance is our need to be a bit more influential to be able to get our message across and communicate what's going on with the numbers and that's where I'd like to share an old saying with you today in that it's easier to climb small stairs than it is to jump big walls. Now some of you might have heard this one before but ultimately the aim of the Strength in the Numbers show is to create more influential accountants and finance professionals all over the world so that we can make an impact by solving meaningful problems for our organizations. So like, how do we do that? Well, I encourage you maybe to, maybe to think about a particular scenario where you're either a controller or a finance business partner and the business you support, they've just lost an important customer and the message then goes out to everyone coming down from the CFO and to everyone else that we need to find another 10% in expense savings over the next six months or so in order to get the company back on track with its profitability plans. Now this message is might be a difficult pill to swallow for some and, and not so for others, but let's say the area of the organization you work in is like customer services. And like they've done nothing wrong. You know, the fact their customer satisfaction scores, they've probably never been better. I mean, and if you think about it, a customer service is all about people, right? And in fact, you need people in customer service. You need the engineers, the field and the remote ones. You need the dispatch agents, you need the team leads, you need the technical specialists. So costs in terms of staff are quite a, a, a large element of your overall expense. So making a 10% cut to that's going to be quite a challenge. So even before you go to the customer services president and ask for a 10% reduction in their expense, you know, he's probably thinking, if you put yourself into his shoes, they're already doing their bit, you know, and they're not going to wish to disrupt uh, customer satisfaction scores by changing up staff levels. You can already see the argument he's going to make, you know. Um, happy staff lead to happy, loyal customers, which is better for longer-term sales and profitability. And, and, you know, at first glance, such logic, that's actually quite a good defense, you know, quite a reasonable defense to have if you, someone's been tasked with reducing expenses so much, you know, it's actually quite a big wall to overcome. But what if we could actually identify some ways of turning that big wall into perhaps some smaller stairs for the business to walk up, you know, to deliver the 10% task, but also not adversely impact customer or employee satisfaction, right? So rather than telling the customer services president and his managers that they have to deliver 10% cost saving, how about instead we think about breaking it down to smaller stairs? So maybe breaking their PL out into its various uh, cost drivers. So let's say staff are 70% of that cost base. Perhaps uh, third party engineering might be 15%. Uh, travel expense might be 10 And let's call the rest miscellaneous. Right? And then let's say, okay, now that we've broken that down, uh, what ideas do you have around each one to perhaps make it a bit more uh, less expensive in the short term? So maybe they, we will freeze uh, hiring, all hiring for the next three months. Maybe we reduce the levels of work by a third that might be going to the third party engineers. Or even let's say instead of traveling to meetings, how about we hold them all virtually for the next six months and see how we go. We might save some expense there. Now, given that all of these are ideas coming from the business that seem a bit more achievable um, bit like smaller steps, they're much more workable. You know, there should be less resistance to implementing them across the department. You know, we could even offer our skills to sense check the cost impacts of them, the upside they might bring, and also help prioritize what order they, they could perhaps be done in. 
you know, we might find that the, the travel idea could actually be a good first step to have before we tackle other steps on the stairs. And of course, uh, such measures aren't going to be sustainable in the long run if you keep continuing trying to cut costs out. So a longer term approach might even be to start thinking about a program where people in customer service in the field can start feeding back to maybe business development team, product teams, uh, sales teams, perhaps opportunities that they're identifying with customers where they have problems to overcome. And again, that's turning maybe a, a situation or scenario where we're trying to drive costs out to the business to something a bit more sustainable, like growing the top line in the revenues. And we incentivize employees and customer service of contributing back those ideas to the business. Let's put that aside for one moment. Had we originally gone to the business, gone to customer service management and told them to reduce their expenses, we probably got a lot more way in the resistance. And particularly if they'd been already been meeting their planned expenses, net budget, record customer SAT scores, record uh, employee satisfaction scores, why would you want to tinker with something that's working quite well? But because we created a few easy first steps, uh, it's a much easier way to get softer commitments to ideas to then target those ones and get them firmed up before we go deliver and then go and meet those and keep on walking up the stairs. You know, and such a a saying or such an approach isn't just a good idea in times of crisis or austerity. I mean, this strategy with human behavior works in the best of times too, you know? Uh, making people jump over big walls will freeze them into an action. I mean, people hate making big commitments. I mean, how many times in our lives do we go and get a mortgage or do we go and get married? They're massive commitments, yeah? We prefer not to, to have to make them. In fact, you know, we prefer not to make decisions where it's hard to back out from. So giving people easy, low-risk first steps is a very powerful way to get people moving and some action in the right direction. And really, that's another reason why we have the Strength in the Numbers show. It's to bring on guest mentors who've had the hard-won lessons, who've had the big walls overcome, and thought a lot about things and broken them down into smaller stairs to go walking up. And that's where a lot of our listeners find they get the most value from is those practical smaller stairs that they can go and implement later on in that day or tomorrow or that week so they can start getting action in the right direction and allows us to keep building on our strength in the numbers as an accounting and finance profession. So look, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please check out our other episodes and at guest mentor interviews at sitnshow.com and let your friends know about the show. We're on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. And until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.